Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. DNVR Rockies podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Lyons, and my co-host is Susie Hunter. I'm also your host. You are also <laughs> our host. Still, I'm still getting used to it. And we're <laughs> all brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now we're code DNVR is going to get you some fantastic, some fantastic bets on the, the golfing going on this weekend. That would be the Masters. Mm-hmm. Masters? I'm yes. still thrown by this air horn. Or US Open. <laughs> But UFC is going on Saturday night. Yeah. It's opening day. Our heads are just filled with nothing but baseball. Rockies lose today 5-3, but we'll talk about all the good vibes in the ballpark right away from the get-go. It's Friday night. Baseball's back. Yes. Capacity crowd, 48,000 folks, frenzied fans and at Coors Field. And it was mostly Rockies jerseys. That's such a good point. That's such a good Mm -hmm. point because a lot of times Dodgers fans can definitely inundate. And I actually don't really, it didn't see very many Dodgers fans around. That's great. I saw a bunch. Someone tweeted at us and said, oh, I bet it's mostly Dodger fans. I'm like, actually, no. Actually, we had a great Rockies turnout. Rockies fans are really excited for this season. Yeah, and again, you know, despite the loss, again, one game, whatever. But yeah, everyone's hyped, everyone's excited. Chris Bryant, Randall Grichuk, the whole crew. Kyle Freeland looked great for a while. I mean, we'll touch on all of it today. Uh, a very heartwarming story. Heartbreaking, maybe. Yeah. We'll get to that as well. I mean, I'm not really sure. Where where should we start? Just, just the vibes? The game itself? I do want to add, I still have my wristband from Ice House from the party. You got it. Yeah, a, we, we dropped. I'm going to take this off now. It's clashing with my look. There you go. We, we dropped two new shirts, too, when we were we at Ice House. We did new shirts. <laughs> Mitchell and Riley did a fantastic job. Yep, RG's got one on. We saw some folks wearing them at the mm-hmm. game already. Blake Street Bombers, no, another little fantastic Colorado baseball team jersey, which I believe now you'll be able to get over at dnvrlocker.com. And if not now, it will be very soon. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to pick that up. It's good stuff. That's exciting. I love the new shirts. Yeah, the new new shirts were were really fantastic. I mean, again, people came out real early. They were down at Ice House. They came into the ballpark early. We couldn't get back in after we went to Ice House. Yeah, it was was crowded every step we took, which was great to see. It felt normal. This felt like a normal baseball day. Very normal. Had the flyover, the 140th wing Colorado Air National Guard. Are we showing off the shirts? Yeah, here they are. Here we go. I'm a size large, though. I'm keeping this, by the way. (laughs) Did you get a large? I'll trade with you. Um, you, uh, Oh, I got an XL. uh, We'll make it work. 
There you go, Blake Street Bombers, 32 ounces. Like the beer, like the weight of a baseball bat. There you go. There we go. I feel like I'm on the prices right right now. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> Beautiful. Nice. We're, we're restocking the store. Okay, we'll, we'll trade after. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, was, it was an exciting day, you know, all around. I mean, Charlie Blackman in the lineup. Like, that's the thing, too, is you go to Coors Field, you expect to see Charlie Blackman. Oh, yeah. He's in the lineup again. It was his ninth opening day, nine in a row, tied for second all time behind only the Todd father. Yes. Todd Helton, who had 16 opening days. Is his 12th season with the Rockies? Oh. So, I mean, he's the guy. Mike Olson had an article, I think, that just came out over on the DNVR.com now. Only 50 cents for your first month. All about, you know, Charlie Blackman is, is the glue to this team. Bridging one generation of Rockies players with, you know, even Tulo. He was with him. Arenado, Story. And now we've got this new generation of players. And, you know, we got to see a couple of them today. Maybe not their best day, but still, it's, it's an exciting time right now in Lodo. Yeah, you're you're so hype right now. I am. I, I caught my breath in the car <laughs> ride over. We're here. We got an avalanche watch party going down, so the bar is just kind of the popping off. Packed right now. I've got a new shirt, so I'm very <laughs> excited. We have a lot to be excited about for sure. I, I am excited. I, I was excited for a couple guys today too, mm -hmm. uh, at, at the ballpark. You know, particularly a guy like Justin Lawrence, mm -hmm. first opening day. He's one of a couple guys who this was their first opening day roster, and he got the pitch. Two innings, scoreless. It's fantastic. After the game, even got to see him down on the field with his family. It was uh, that was one of the highlights. Yeah, no, I liked seeing that because yeah, he was sent down to Albuquerque before the start of the season. Yeah, so. he pitched on opening night, so this is his second opening day. <laughs> what a turnaround! Yeah, got I think now five strikeouts in in two innings across two levels. So. He's kind of doing it all. You were down and, and mixing around with the fans. I was the in fans. the mix. I was in the mix, I yes. was I was stuck with, with the press people. Yes. We're very nice. But they don't have great hair. You <laughs> I know what I mean? great hair. Good hair, <laughs> but not great hair. Yeah, tell us about, you know, those vibes. Because, again, we you and I, we got to see it a little bit before the game. Yeah. We're not at Ice House. So we got a good feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, the ballpark was definitely lively. Oh, it my It took gosh. until about maybe the fifth inning until the waves started going. <laughs> And yeah. for the for the beer to really start flowing and people getting a little crazy. People were getting a little, getting a little wacky. Yeah, so I did see the guy with the, the mohawk where yeah. he decorates for each game. So it looked good. Best hair in Colorado. I put that on Twitter. Um, I saw when um, we were when we were in the seventh inning stretch, there were some some young gentlemen who had taken off their shirts. It looked like they'd been off for a while because they were way too pale to be out in the sun not wearing shirts. They were already sunburned. They were just like screaming, "Take me out to the ball game!" They were they were so hyped. They were so energetic. Well, I mean, they, they were also probably overserved. Speaking of, maybe well, not speaking of being overserved, because uh, you were not. Because <laughs> I'm going to relate this back to you, not that part, <laughs> but the being comfortable and getting sunburned. But also, it's deceivingly cold. I got mocked more than you did when we went to Ice House for still having my jacket on. Okay, I will say this. Um, Please defend me. Come to my honor. Okay. Thank you. So today today was 68 degrees, allegedly. That allegedly. Is what, that is what the thermometers were saying. I was roasting in the sun. I was sweating. And then yeah. I was freezing every time I was in the shade. Yes. I'm still pretty new to Colorado weather, so I don't know if this is just like the way it is. But like, uh, there were two different seasons today depending yep. on where you were in relation to the sun um so i'm sorry that you were mocked it was cold as heck it was i will defend you thank you <laughs> you know if you don't like the weather in colorado then just wait five minutes that's actually a mark twain quote about new england and about every place let's, <laughs> and let's also just everywhere face it. it's just I that's mean, what weather does it's it's one of those annoying little little things but yeah, i just no, like to throw that in there because i'm obnoxious <laughs> yeah no yeah, someone good. did a fan from down below yelled up to the press box and offered me a beer we had a there was a little incident going on a couple people were like uh oh what we usually don't have very much communications between the press <laughs> box and fans and did i did i mess up no no you did I'm like did i did i no we were all like what is somebody shouting at Susie? this isn't good <laughs> But I thought that you'd gotten recognized, but it was just no. It's just someone an idiot. looked up, saw someone, and said, hey, "I'm going to shout to that person." Yes, they were, they I were... was shouted at, but it was he was just trying to be helpful. Was he, he was, a Dodgers fan? He was wearing. I think he was wearing a Padres jersey, actually. You know what? Whether he was or was it, 
He is for the story now. Yeah, yeah probably was wearing a Padres jersey. <laughs> he was wearing a jersey for a team that was not playing today, and he was wearing a, a rhinestone cowboy hat. He was just like on another level that I can't relate to. Another planet. Could have been another planet. He must have been taking Malort shots too. Could have been. That's... <laughs> Man, that, that's a that's a good spot to, to kind of circle back to, especially <laughs> since we're here now in the corner of Colfax, New York at the DNVR bar, where your membership gets you a member-sized beer, a little bit larger, makes you feel a little bit more special from Darren and the crew down at the bar. You know, you get a free shirt if you happen to have an annual membership to the DNVR.com. You can get that at DNVR Locker. You get all the great exclusive content about the Nuggets, Avs, Broncos, Rapids, Rugby, Rams, any other R's? Buffaloes? Yeah. No, I tried. B <laughs> looks like an R. But you get you get all that really great content. And when you're down here on the corner of Colfax, New York, also check out Breckenridge Brewery. Whether it's an Avalanche Ale, good timing right now for the Avalanche, clinch yeah. the postseason spot. They're going to take Stanley's cup, not allow it to runneth <laughs> over. Uh, or you can get a good com- company hard seltzer. What, what, what is your beverage of choice? Would you go an avalanche ale, hard seltzer, or does it kind of depend on the mood? Oh, I'm a seltzy girl. Seltzies. Yes, I love a seltzer. Got to go with the seltzies. Mm-hmm. All right, well, as I said, we have really great coverage of all the sports here mm-hmm. in Denver, particularly the Broncos. And I bring up the Broncos because maybe that's a, a good spot to start with. What a segue. With. <laughs> maybe that's the best way to start. We had the flyover. You know, we had Dinger coming out. Oh, Maybe dinger. a new dinger. Maybe who, a new dinger. Who gave Dinger a motorcycle? That is, who greenlighted that? <laughs> now we didn't see this, but uh, someone else in the press box did say Daniel Allen Tuck will give her a shout out. Mm-hmm. She, I guess, had noticed that Dinger, uh, the dinosaur, mm-hmm. not the person on the inside, yes. which is a thing. No, he's a no, dinosaur. No, no, no. The, the, he's a dinosaur. Was was learning how to ride the motorcycle for the first time in front of like you know. 20 people because the next day he was going to have to do it in front of 48,000. It was like falling off the motorcycle, but Dinger stayed on. And then shortly thereafter, Bow did a curtsy for uh, Dangerous Wilson. <laughs> yes. Russ Wilson, number three. He bowed down to Russell Wilson. He gave the kids a hug. He gave Ciara a hug. I cannot believe that Ciara has touched Dinger. You were pumped for that. I was so pumped. I wasn't paying attention. You're like, oh, this is Sierra Music's playing. Yo, we got some one-two step in there. I'm like, this is a bop. Yeah, that was that was a cool moment. So for for anyone that will get you caught up here, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, 2010 draft pick of the Colorado Rockies, one of one of a couple football players. Kyle Parker, I forget where he played football. Might have been uh, University of Oklahoma. Was a QB for a minute. Todd Helton was famously a, a starting QB for uh, the University of Tennessee. Volunteers got hurt, and then someone named uh, Peyton Manning, maybe you've heard of him, uh, <laughs> came in, took his job. That, that kind of ended his QB career. Rockies even drafted Michael Vick at one point. Didn't sign him, but drafted him. He was an athlete. I don't think he had even played baseball at Virginia Tech. Just was one of those athletes that could be a fun story. Why not? You burn a pick on a guy like that. But Russell Wilson, good ball player at North Carolina State. I think he mostly played middle infield, little outfield. Uh, but played at Asheville. Mm-hmm. And I want to say maybe like Tri-City, something like that. But played parts of two seasons uh, in the minors with the Rockies. So you have that connection. And then immediately once he signs with the Broncos, you know, we, we were all over that, the idea oh, of yeah. maybe first pitch. And he throws it out. What, what did you think as far as, as far as first pitches go? It definitely wasn't in the 50-cent Oh my gosh! Well, no. hitting a reporter. I would hope not. <laughs> he still throws for a living. He does. Uh, it was it was a beautiful pitch. I was like, you can you can hop on the team for a little if you want. You can play with us. It was good. Chris Bryant post game was talking about the spin rate on it and maybe had a little bit of movement. I I mean, I think Kelsey Winger actually tried to get the Statcast numbers on it. She said it after the game. She was like, yeah, I tried to see what it was clocked at. I mean, I probably would have put it at least about 75. Yeah. It's pretty good. You don't get a lot of time to warm up. Had some heat on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was might have been a little slower than uh, George W. Bush in 2001 during the World Series there. We, we didn't have StatCast back then. But, yeah, Wilson kind of set the tone, and then we got into the game. And, you know, Kyle Freeland looked good for the first three innings. Mm-hmm. What, what did you think about you know how how well he was doing. You know, kept kept them off the board, but overall, 
Good composure, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know, good composure. He did mention, though, that the um, shortened spring training affected how long he was out there. Yeah, he he was only going to be able to throw so many pitches. And so you kind of saw that, I think, filter in a little bit with the Dodgers approach. You know, uh, did have a little bit of traffic on the bases in the first three innings. Struck out the first batter, and then you had a wild pitch. So he got on, but Freeland got out of that. Gave up a single to Muncie to start the second. Hit Freddie Freeman in the third. And so pitch count was up to 54 already at that point, even though he looked really good, had the six strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Which, again, that, that can be a detriment to, to your success. If you're on a pitch count, you're throwing, you're throwing too many pitches to strike out a guy. Let him make some soft contact. Yeah. That, that, can, that can be an issue at times for sure. And then in the fourth, gives up those runs. But Rockies had a lead here for a period of time. Uh, got to start off with Ryan McMahon with the double. Yeah. Then uh, great at bat from Connor Joe. What'd you think of of how he played today at DH, and what'd you think of his hair? Well, everyone's talking about the Connor Joe flow. Connor Joe flow. Co flow. Hashtag Joe flow. Co flow. Hashtag Co flow. Also. Which one are we doing? I I just said that one. That was we a verbal Co flow. We'll figure it out. We'll talk offline. We'll workshop. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead towards you. Whatever Wait. you go with. Joe Flo, I'm down with that. But yeah, he looked good. Love seeing him at DH, you know? Yeah. Good to see him back. Good to see him, you know, on opening day. Yeah, Bud Black, you know, complimented him. You know, had a lot of really good at-bats. I think it was about an eight-pitch A-B against Walker Bueller. Yeah. Fouled off. He was down 0-2 early. Fouled off a bunch. Almost hooked one inside the foul pole for a home run. That would have torn the roof off, or at least the <laughs> third third deck of course, field. That, that's what, that, that would have been a dream storyline today. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I was waiting for that to happen. So, and, and it's it's funny. So, I, I don't know if, if anyone out there saw the tweet. Again, make sure you're following us at DNVR underscore Rockies at the Susie Hunter at Patrick D Lions. But today was was a historic game, and we'll we'll get back to the game itself. But it was historic in the DH sense because now we've got the universal DH. Right now, we've got a permanent DH. We're not going to see the. Mm-hmm. The pitcher hit anymore? What's your take on that? Do you are you sad about the NL game kind of dying, or look, get a guy out there who really knows how to hit? It's, you know it's what? Better. I've been waiting for someone to ask me this. I have just been so tired of the DH debate that I'm just like, I'm I'm happy that you know it's across the board now because I'm just like I was sick of hearing the debates on it. It's a new chapter. The world has changed. Let's move forward. The National League before this year was the only league in the world that allowed the pitcher to hit. Everywhere else, DH. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. But, Connor Joe, first universal DH. Before him, the first DH in a National League game, Ryan Maltapia, during the pandemic-shortened season. Right? right. There's universal DH. Miss Tapia. Miss Top. So, he was the first in an NL game. That was, I think, game, like, six of the season against San Diego at Coors Field. We all remember. We were all there. I was there, and no one else was there. Very few people were there. Because we weren't allowed to go to those games. Zero attendance all season long. But before that, first DH in a postseason game, Ryan Spielborg's game one, the 2007 World Series, and then the first ever DH when he had interleague play. I think this was in Seattle, June 13th, 1997, Dante Bichette. I... Just want to take this time to say I appreciate that you are an encyclopedia. Britannica. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 useless information. This is the one spot. It's, That's how I so know I found right my now. home. Yes. That's how I know I, I found my home. Mitchell <laughs> so over here is just like, oh, I knew it was Bichette. I remember that game. <laughs> Interleague. Mariners. Yes. Griffey was in the other dugout. No, but so Connor Joe, the DH there, and then, uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook. King of the game. Now, look, everyone had, was tied for one hit. You had the double from McMahon. You had the double from Bryant, who did strike out in three pitches to end the game. Too bad, so sad. But Jose Iglesias, what, what, what was the big deal about his RBI single? So when he was reaching first base, yeah. he was teary-eyed. Yeah. He had tears in his eyes. And we have later found out that he lost his father just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so this was his first hit that his dad didn't see. And his dad has watched pretty much every inning of baseball he's ever played. His dad also played in Cuba. Yeah. Um, but his dad was just such a supporter of him. And that first hit, you know, really, really touched him. 
Yeah, it was interesting when he got when he when he had the hit. He actually turned to the dugout and pointed to everyone and like. You know, I, I think Iglesias, man, I think he's going to be an interesting catalyst for this team, whether or not, you know, he comes through overall with his numbers offensively because he speaks very highly of this clubhouse. And he, mm-hmm. he actually said in spring training uh, in his first little presser in the clubhouse there in Scottsdale that he thought the vibe of the clubhouse was similar to what he experienced last year in Boston uh, in, in that month of September when they kind of made the push to make the wild card there for the 2021 postseason. And so he, he seems to be a real believer in this team, and it doesn't, doesn't seem like smoke. And so when he got that hit to put up the Rockies 2-0, kind of pointed to the dugout, you know, he, he was saying something in that moment. He was moment. like, it's on. We're doing it. We're yeah. going for it. No, for sure. And then he gets to first base, didn't think anything of it. The trainer kind of came out, and we thought, oh, I think he just got something in his eye. And you go back and you watch the clip, little shoulder shutter, and, you know, we, we kind of learn what we end up about his father, you know, earning $10 a, a week, you know, played, played a little, uh, you know, company baseball when he was down there, and mm-hmm. good ball player. Jose did say after the game, oh, I was better than him. Yeah. Naturally, because he made it to the majors, <laughs> whereas his father didn't. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing between that and, you know, Sam Hilliard last year. Remember when, you know, his, his father passed away with, uh, battling ALS, you know, Jim Hilliard, and then, and then coupled with Sam Hilliard, the announcement after getting married this offseason, you know, with his own positive news. He's having a baby. He and his wife, yeah, are yeah. having that baby. So Yeah, he's not having the baby. His beautiful wife is having the baby. Well, he's doing all the work. I, I don't know the, the proper phrasing. You know, <laughs> you say, like, Sam Hilliard's pregnant. I don't know. Is that the proper way to say it now? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> ne- ne- never? We have to draw the line there? I think we can say he, he's expecting. I don't okay. know. Okay. I can do that. Yeah, maybe. He's expect. Well, he is expecting. <laughs> he is expecting a big life change. True. Coming That's up. true. Yeah. So that was, you know, I was actually surprised that Iglesias wasn't more emotional. It was almost like he got it out of him, like yeah. very stoic, you know? I think he still seemed a little. Yeah. I saw a little bit of welling behind his eyes when we were talking to him in the clubhouse after. Uh, he, he held it together better than I would have. Yeah. I mean, even, even just thinking of my dad, who's still alive. What's up, dad? How are you? <laughs> You might be watching this now. It can, it can get me in, in a worse shape. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. Like, I just am constantly afraid of my loved ones dying and losing them. And K- Kale, you're make, not my therapist, though. No. Kale, make a note. We're going to have to loop back on this on Father's Day. We're going to really have to explore this topic. And let's see if we can just get all really gushy oh and emotional. Mother's Day is first, though. Mother's, Mother's Day, Day is first? first, though. Yes. Mother's my dad apparently watches this show now. Shout out, Mr. Hunter. Hey, Dad. What's your hey, What's your dad's name? We got to learn all these things. Andrew. There's um. So uh, um, when you're a TV reporter, like I used to be, uh, people <laughs> will make like little Wikipedia pages for you. Okay. And uh, someone put one together on me, and they knew like they got a lot right, but they got a lot wrong. But one of the things they wrote is that my dad is named Ribert Hunter Jr., which is very not true. Ribert. <laughs> Ribert. Okay. So, uh, sh- hi, Rebby. Shout out. <laughs> is Is your dad like part frog? I mean. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Not Maybe. that I know of. I mean, I've done the ancestry.com digging. I didn't see it in you there. You would be at least a quarter frog if that was the case. Am I Wait, looking if, a little green you're not. to you? No, no. Got, got some good color. I got do some have good some tones. muscular legs, though. I will say that. You never know. I got a good jump on me. Ribert, Ribert, Ribert. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <you laughs> anyway, know. not to derail the show. And you know, so Rockies did have the early two zip. Mm-hmm. Positive vibes, not immaculate vibes. Positive vibes. That's that's Chris Bryant's word. Mm-hmm. Definitely, he you know, seems to be vibes. flowing. He loves he loves Denver. Loves it. Hear that? He He's hasn't talked home. about the schools yet. <laughs> that's a Mike Hampton thing. We'll we'll have to. Okay. We'll talk about that another day. Okay. About how great the schools are in Denver. But yeah, Rockies get up early, and then and then it was that fourth inning. You know, Kyle Freeland just kind of loses it a little bit. You know, doesn't give up too much. Yeah, uh, the. The slap single from Will Smith. He slapped one there. Oh my gosh, a slap joke. What is that? What do you mean? What do you mean slap what do you joke? Mean? What are you talking about? What he, he slapped one and <laughs> that's it. You know, because earlier in the game he was escorted off the stage of Coors Field <laughs> when he struck out looking by home plate umpire Mark Wegner. Am I saying something? What am I saying? Um, but yeah, and then Chris Taylor has the double. Blackman. I haven't seen replay of it. I don't know if you did, but it looked like he was almost able to make a play against the wall. If he did. That, that could have possibly changed the outcome of the game. You would have had one out there with a runner on first, but as it were, uh, runner on second and third with one out. Bellinger, Bellinger looked bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I know you're not a hitting guru, but is there anything you could look at Cody Bellinger's swing or even his body language to say, 
This guy's lost. He was the 2019 National League MVP. He's got some golden sombreros, strikes out four times in a game in spring training. And then, you know, today he's popping up to the catcher, dribbler right in front of home plate. He just doesn't seem to have that it thing anymore, you know? It's very un-Bellinger-like behavior. It was. Maybe it was the shortened spring training. I don't know. We can't use that as an excuse forever, though. No? No. No. And last year was long enough where he showed yeah. you he wasn't getting it done. And so 2020 was short, but, yeah, he, he's got to figure out some things. But but good for the Rockies. In fact, when he did come up with runner on second and third, I didn't think, uh-oh. Bellinger was like, no, this is the right guy to come up, left on left, Freeland, gets him to pop up to, uh, to the catcher behind home plate. But then Gavin Lux comes through, a guy who's supposed to start the season on the bench. Uh, Dodgers go out. They make the trade. Pollock for Kimbrell, which comes in as he saves the game in the ninth. Uh, that's where it kind of got open, and, and Freeland said he was a little bit miffed after that Lux one, mm-hmm. right? He did say that. Yeah. Can confirm. You can confirm I that can he confirm. was he was a little bit off his rocker. So, and then from there, you know, Rockies bats didn't do really much of anything in the ninth inning. You know, uh, Elias Diaz had the double, uncontested stolen base there, gets the third. Charlie Blackman with a double. Mm-hmm. Now there's a little juice in the stadium, right? It was five three at that point. Getting we were getting fired up, you know. Yeah, man, I, I tell you. There, there's definitely something about a good crowd at Coors Field. We're late in the game. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like this, this vestigial tale, if you will, of 2018 when it seemed like they were in every single game that late when they come back in the ninth inning, it really seems like they've, they've got the juice. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's a Coors Field thing. It's like the 10th man on the field, or really the 11th man. you got nine in the lineup. you get got the pitcher as your number 10. So the Coors Field faithful is the 11th person. <laughs> on the field, I guess. I, I thought I thought they had a chance. I I really did too. I really did too. Because because when Diaz hit the double, I go, all right. Blackman walks. Let's say here, right, with an open base on first. Mm-hmm. So you got runners on first and second. One out in a five-two ball game, tying run at home plate mm-hmm. for Chris Sparkles, KB seventeen, KB twenty-three. Yes, Bryant. Mm-hmm. Am I, did I miss any of his nicknames? <laughs> he may have a different one. I don't know. But I, I thought the table was going to be set for him for the three-one yeah. walk-off. Ugh! Again, ideal storylines right here. Dream storylines. That that would have been it. But goes down in in three pitches. You know, after the game, just says he 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 blacked out, or he was like, he just saw blackness. <laughs> you know, from Kimbrel. I don't. Do you, do you find that to be intimidating, Kimbrel, with his, his bending down and his arm up and everything? Yes. That weird I, it's thing. It's so distracting. It is. It's weird. I don't. This, maybe he's got bo, and he's just like he's airing, airing it, out. it out. I should probably do that. I've been. I, that's I've been the only thing I could think of. <laughs> and maybe he's just smelling himself. I. But so Rockies go down, five three, lost there opening day to the Dodgers. You know Kyle Freeland's been been a big game pitcher. I think in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. wild card game. You know the home opener in 2017, opening day 2019 in Miami. So. You know, wasn't able to get it done, but I think Colorado should still be proud of their guy. You know, and uh, Bud Black said that uh, before the game, you know, he said that Kyle Freeland is great for baseball. He's great for Colorado. I thought that was sweet. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. Yeah, you know, again, can't, can't win them all. That's why we play the games. But you can play your own little game with DraftKings Sportsbook, especially with golf being in full swing. Huh? Uh, get in all the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, where new customers, you can bet just $5, and you can actually get $25 in free bets for every birdie Bryson DeChambeau sinks in the first round. I think we've probably already gone through that at that point, but we got UFC coming up as well on Saturday night, so use that code DNVR to get in all the action. You also have same-game parlays where you're going to link multiple things together. We'll have to get into Do you have, like, favorite same-game parlays, or does it just matter on what's happening in the game and, and, and the odds? Or do you like to go, got to pick a home run, got to pick a guy to get the over or under on hits and strikeouts? Or, again, is it about what's happening in the game with the lines? Yeah. I what just, do you like most? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I just I wing it. I'm, I have terrible strategy. Yeah? <laughs> I'm just... Uh, I'm a mess. All right. Well, you got, you should. There's a show for that. It's called it DNVR there. Bets. <laughs> yes, we're this. This is an ad within the ad for DNVR Bets. But <laughs> DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR 
for all kinds of great discounts and even some free plays as well that you can do. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Susie, what was it like out there in Coors Field? Because you were going around yep. mixing it up. I, I, we haven't even caught up to find out what kind of either shenanigans you got yourself in, yeah. what kind of shenanigans you saw out there, mm-hmm. but there were shenanigans to be had. It's opening day. There were so many shenanigans. People were uh, extremely inebriated. Uh, <laughs> they were having a great time. No. no. Um, my favorite nacho stand was out of my favorite cheese, so that was a little disheartening. But, you know, that also means that people were getting a lot of food. It was just packed. It was so packed. It was so hard to walk around. Uh, but people were so energetic. I didn't see anyone in a bad mood. Yeah? It was, it was beautiful. I did not either. Yeah. Beautiful. What was the line situation like? Because that's been, obviously, you know, an issue last year, mm-hmm. being short-staffed just kind of out of the rhythm for 2020. I was worried that people were going to, it was going to be a horror show out there for people, but the lines were moving relatively quick. I mean, it's opening they, day. What do you do? They seemed better than last year. I just remember like being here in Colorado in August and September and the lines for a lot of the concession stands were just nuts. Like to the point where it's like, there's no way I could possibly wait in this. I guess I'm not eating food, uh, <laughs> but no, like things were actually moving and not as long as they were last year. So I was really happy to see that too. Cause I know a lot of people were super frustrated last year. Yeah. What all right, so what's stranger? What which one of these two things? They're mm. both well, one's positive, one's just neutral and like, huh, fun fact. Uh, the fun fact would be no home runs were hit today at Coors Field. Realize that? Isn't that crazy? No home runs were hit at Coors Field. That's, that is that's very, very much a rarity. Not, it's very non coors. Very no. much against the narrative. The humidor must have been turned up to eleven? <laughs> is that how that works? I don't know. It they're extra soggy. They were, they were drenched in moisture. I was in the humidor earlier, so no I got one, lost. Yes, we'll have to talk about that at some point. <laughs> yeah, go down there, make a right. How long were you waiting inside the humidor before you realized, I don't think this is the press box? <laughs> oh, hours, hours. Someone came in, they were like, you're not supposed to be in here. Yeah, and I think that was why you were cold for the first so many innings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it can be a little bit a little bit chip, chilly in there. Wrecked my hair, too. is very unfortunate. So we got, we got <laughs> that story. That's kind of a fun fact. It's a little strange. But also, now that I think back and reflect, too many things happening. So many things. So many things. Great things, mediocre things. But there, to my recollection, were no let's go Dodgers chance. So to your point, oh, right? You didn't hear I it. didn't hear any. To your point, there w- we, we did not get invaded by Dodgers fans yet. There's still two more days left, but still, I can't really remember a game in which that was the case. And you know what? It was beautiful to see. Yes. It was really, that was that was a very heartfelt moment for me. It's so annoying when that happens. Now, oh, speaking of annoying, and, and you know, I, maybe I'm on the wrong side of the fence. We'll get to it. We talked about the DH, all that jazz. What's your stance on the wave? Oh, my gosh. So I historically... Historic. Have been very anti-wave until until wait what <clears throat> until until after the pandemic. So when I okay, I'm listening. I'm you listening. know what? So when I went to every ballpark last year, um, you know, I got to see people all over the country going to their first baseball game in like two years, and people were doing the wave and enjoying it. I'm like, you know what? People deserve to enjoy a game they want the way they want to enjoy it. Um, so because we had this taken away from us from, for so long, it's like you know what? Let them, just let them do it. Let them do it. I was very against the wave for a long time, and then something changed in my heart after the pandemic. I'm glad you. I'm glad you broke it down like that because you were reminding me like, oh yeah, I did feel a little bit differently last year. Yeah. Where I was like, just come back, come back to the ballpark, have a good time. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Do, you know, you, you can you do, do that. You do you. You do you. Yeah, I, I, I forgot it. that I don't hate it as much as I used to. Yeah. I had to be reminded because I've just for a long... It's funny I say that, but I was the guy... Well, I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was a teenager. I would be the one that would try to start the wave at the vet at Veteran Stadium. Oh, the vet. I was that annoying kid <laughs> who tried to do it. And I probably also said annoyingly, like, that guy that was down below the press box, I could hear him say... That was me. I started that wave. Look, I did that. Like, that was a that was a skit a long time in the '90s. I go on Saturday Night Live with Jeff Goldblum. Look it up. 
I love Saturday Night Live. That was before I was born, so. Yes. Saturday, well, Saturday Night Live was before I was born, but that episode would have been. That, no, I'm just joking. Goldblum? No. no. I'm, but I'm check just that a one teenager out. right now, so. That's true. We all are. Yeah. We're all, we're all kids again. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, man, we got a news guy downstairs. Hey, that's another thing, too, when you're down at the bar. You can, li- you can listen to what they're doing. I- I'll-, I'll do the show here because I want to listen to hear what kind of giveaways there are. But we do have giveaways also down here at the DNVR bar. If you're a member, you get all kinds of extra raffle tickets. So uh, hopefully you don't hear that too too badly. It's they're, quite they're doing loud. A raffle. I can barely hear you talking right now. I can barely hear myself talking right now. I have to put <laughs> headset on to hear myself. Should yeah, you sound get, great. Should we get some Britney Spears mics? Yeah, maybe. We might need them for apps games if they're going to be this lit. So, I don't know. Maybe it's my age. I, I connect the, the, the mics with pussycat dolls. Is that a... No? Is that a thing? Does anyone... Oh, see, I think the Britney Spears mic. I do too, but I'm I trying to think of a more current reference, <laughs> which is literally like two years after Britney Spears. That's a much more current I have. But that's just kind of weird that no home runs and you you didn't have you know Do- the Dodger chant. Did we also like have? A, am I incorrect? Did we have no pinch hitters? That was also mentioned. Owen Perkins. Yeah, no pinch hitters, which yeah. probably wasn't the first time because again. During 2020, yeah. there's a DH. You almost don't necessarily need to do that, you know, depending on the matchup and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know that we're necessarily going to see that. There there wasn't a matchup that I thought, hey, there's somebody better on the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, again, when you when you think about it in the ninth. So I'm glad you brought that up, Susie. Very, very astute. You had, so astute. Very astute. I mean, you go, well, all right, right on right, Kimbrell against Bryant. You're not pinch hitting for Chris Bryant. No. Uh, Charlie Blackman's in there. Okay, right on left, so that favors Blackman. He came through with the double. Mm-hmm. You're not pinch hitting, you know, Charlie Blackman. Now, maybe you do it for Jose Iglesias, mm-hmm. you know, right on right, and you say, all right, well, you got Nunez on the bench, but you don't want to leave yourself shorthanded on the catcher spot. So, really, it was it was Sam Hilliard. And so, it's so I, I'm glad you brought that up because it's like we're kind of used to that, doing that second-guessing of the manager of like, all right, well, here's what I would do if I was the manager. Which, which I'm not <laughs> so many times. Um, like, all right, maybe you, you lift. And, and so, again, that could be something. Maybe that's an opening day thing. You just say, just kind of let the game play out. I don't know. I, Iglesias may even have good numbers with against Kimbrell. Not sure. I don't think they were teammates ever before. I mean, they were both, you know, we're with Red Sox, but uh, I think that might have been at, at different points. I know uh, they probably faced each other a, a decent amount when Iglesias was with Detroit and uh, and possibly when it was with Cincinnati. So, you know, there could have been something there. So you go, that's like the only spot that you would have had a pinch hitter because you got Connor Joe in there. I mean, you put him in there for a reason. And against the right-hander, Walker Bueller, I really didn't think we were going to see Connor Joe in a starting lineup until a lefty was the starter because you want that, you know, proper handedness. You don't want to go right on right. But he gets the nod, looks good with the hairdo, oh. comes through with the early single. <laughs> I think he even drew a walk later in his second at-bat. And so... He looked good overall, and so, you know, a good start. You know, didn't get the win, but, you know, I, I liked how the, the the Rockies looked today, despite maybe not everybody having their best stuff. Yeah, and the energy does just feel very fresh. Yeah. I feel like they must have saged the clubhouse or something. This house, you have to smudge it. <laughs> I think they did smudge it, right? Oh Are you surprised gosh. I knew that term? <laughs> I, I'm you were very surprised. I was yes. not expecting it. I know a lot of terms. You know some terms. Wait, yes, yeah. I, I yes I <laughs> I know some terms <laughs> I know some just random things what do I forget what we were talking about before we went on the air something random but yes useless information is my specialty so I'm very so good much. at bar trivia and Jeopardy uh, which we should probably have here at the bar at some point oh my god have you ever have you ever hosted a trivia night I I'm I signing haven't. you up for it no I haven't I can't believe I haven't I feel like I would be a good <laughs> trivia host same <laughs> like same yes all right we gotta get that going we, we may have we to we gotta that's it oh is, is Susie not at the game today no she would rather stay at the bar and, and do Rocky's trivia oh the bar's lit why not yeah <laughs> so this is the 30th year of Rockies like which which is wild back they they host back-to-back opening days I think this was only the ninth true opening day that they've hosted I noticed like when you when you uh, have the first game at Coors Field that isn't always opening day that's the home opener mm-hmm. so you know this we, was an accidental opening day at Coors Field it was which, a big old oopsies which I still have yet to meet anyone who understands why there are like two opening days and I really want to explain it for people to know but it just doesn't matter it does, doesn't yeah. matter I, should I try to explain it I also don't 
know people who don't understand it, though. So I don't know who you know who's confused oh. about the two opening day situation this year. Well, it's complicated because even if you say, oh, well, they had to cancel a week of games and so they just picked up where the schedule left off, people go, but they didn't schedule. They didn't cancel the first week. We're in the first week. You're like, no, no, this was supposed to be the second week. <laughs> and then the first week would have been last week because there was a lockout and they were negotiating. And they were trying to say, hey, we're going to cancel the season. So we're going to start canceling games and that will force the players to acquiesce a little bit. You know, I think because like a whole year of our lives was basically taken away from us, I think everyone's internal calendar is just off. So when you say yes. like, yeah, this is opening day, it's like, yeah, that sounds right. That makes sense to me. <laughs> I am surprised. And maybe we have, maybe no one's noticed. I feel like uh, we've probably tweeted out 2020 when talking about the season numerous times. <laughs> like it still just feels stuck in 2020. I feel so stuck. I'm Could constantly tweeting the wrong year. Could be the 2022 thing, so it's just a lot of twos. Yeah, it's it's a crazy time. But Kyle Freeland gets a second opening day start. Mm -hmm. He joins nine other Rockies who've had two opening day starts. Who else are those Rockies? Oh, let me see <laughs> if I can remember. I mean, I, I do. Uh, it would probably be very boring to actually wait to have me try to remember. But Herman Marquez did it the last two years. John Gray, Jorge De La Rosa, Jason Jennings. Mm -hmm. Go back to the original first two, Bill Swift and Daryl Kyle. Not Bill Swift, Kevin Ritz and Daryl Kyle, who did it in back-to-back -back years. So this is actually the second time we've had only two starting pitchers in four-year span, right? Because you had Freeland in 19, Marquez in 20 and 21, mm -hmm. and Freeland again. Uh, Ubaldo Jimenez mm -hmm. had two. And now I'm going to consult my, my paperwork. Ah, Aaron Cook and Mike oh, Hampton. okay, okay. Who I think they both had back You did a great ones. job just, like, remembering those. And I, and it's shocking. Jeff Francis never started an opening day. Never. For a guy who's in the Canadian Hall of Fame. He That's never wild. did. Yeah. Uh, Rockies fall to 16 and 14 on opening day. They fall to now 5 and 4 at opening day in Denver. 5 and 3 at Coors Field. They did have one back at... Mile High. You probably don't remember Mile High, right? Before I was born. Before you were born. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah, Rockies have hit 37 home runs coming into today. Still at 37. Mm -hmm. No home runs no hit. No home runs. I was thinking that I, I Brendan Rodgers was the guy I kept coming back to and saying, he's definitely going to hit a home run today. I don't know if they got a ball out of the infield, but mm -hmm. I, I was feeling for him. He's batting third in the lineup. This is his first opening day, healthy, first opening day of any kind since 2019. Mm-hmm. When I think he was with the, he might have been with the Yard Goats in 2019. He, or was he with Albuquerque? I think, I think he got he called up. He was already with Albuquerque. Yeah. yeah. All right. It was. It was Albuquerque. But he, he was banged up in 2020, 2021. So this was his, his first true opening day. So he, I, I talked to him briefly, and it's like, yeah, it just feels good to just be out there. And for the confidence of Bud Black to have him third, protecting Bryant when you think it would be the other way around. Yeah. We might see a switch on that at some point. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Uh, so both guys maybe end up getting some better pitches to hit. Uh, we'll wait and see. But, yeah, no home runs. So we didn't have a, a Trevor Story-type moment with two home runs on opening day. He, of course, did it as a rookie back in 2016 in Arizona. I don't think the Rockies even have anyone who has rookie eligibility on the team right now. Not true. Alan Trejo does. Oh, okay. See, I absorb things that are, <laughs> excuse me, that are out there in the ether. And I'm like, no, that's actually factually incorrect. He's still a rookie. But no one in the starting lineup. Mm -hmm. was a rookie or had rookie eligibility. So all those wonderful fun facts. And Vinny Castilla also had a, a two-home run game. Do you have a favorite member of the Blake Street Bombers? That should be another one of those things that we learn eventually over you time. You know what? Yeah, we'll learn that eventually. Okay, we'll, we'll get into yeah. that. I can't, I can't give it all away in the first like weekend that I'm working here. I know you talked before the game and you put this out on, uh, or our social media team did. You know, we can't break the fourth wall too much. Yes. Uh, over on at DNVR underscore Rockies. <laughs> but you talked to a certain Colorado native about his favorite player that was a Blake Street Bomber on one of the original Rockies, Mr. Ty Block. Yes. Oh my gosh, I loved that story. He's a cool. He, yeah, he's a super nice guy. So there's a there's a brick out outside of you know the left field area that's somewhere where he manifested that he would be a future Rocky, and I love that. And that, now look at him. Yeah, love loves Andres Galarraga. Uh, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. If you remember to the DNVR.com, you already read that article when we were down in spring training. Uh, his nickname was the Little Cat, and so that's what the brick says. Yeah. That nickname's that really should stick. I, he has to have enough success for the nickname to stick. Like mm -hmm. guys get nicknames, 
but then they don't stick because you know they weren't maybe memorable enough. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I said on our player preview podcast for the uh, all about the bullpen and Alex Colomay and the newcomers. Head over to the YouTube channel uh, for DNVR Sports. You can get a player breakdown. We did eight of them with Kevin Henry and Kenneth Weber. So even though we're already one game in, get caught up on Chris Bryant, B-Rod, Rymac, Freeland, Marquez, Sensatella, all those guys. But we touched on that. I think my bold prediction was that uh, Ty Block would have the most innings pitched uh, of any uh, Rockies reliever this year. Oh. So guy from Centennial, another one of those Colorado guys. Him, Lucas Gilbreth. Cal Freeland, a couple guys lurking down in the minor leagues, Reagan Todd. So, you know, a lot of those home uh, homegrown guys, Colorado products, Truly staying in town. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, was, uh, it was an exciting opening day, again, despite the loss. Opening dud, maybe. The opening dud. I don't know. Are you a big fan of, uh, of you know, the, the back of, like, the New York Post where they have those, <laughs> like, just weird – Titles that sometimes really they crack me up, and then sometimes I'm just like, "Oh, you forced this. You're do, do less, do less." They were clickbait before anything. It was more like walk by bait. You know, you're in a newsstand <laughs> in Manhattan or somewhere, yeah. and you see the headline, you're like, "All right, I got to read this story about I guess Bobby they had Valentine." To do it before Twitter, yeah, this is all we had. I think you've got a Bobby Valentine story that I don't know about, but. Again, that's for another day. I'm, I'm obsessed with Bobby Valentine, um, if anyone is interested. But I have, I have so many Bobby Valentine stories. Did he win his uh, mayoral candidacy? He did not. <laughs> but it was actually really close. Scary close. Really? Yeah, it was Where, Was really he Connecticut? Close. Where was he running? In Stamford, Connecticut. So that's his hometown. Like, he's always been, like, affectionately called the mayor of Stamford. Um, and then he was like, you know what? I'm going to make it official. Why not? What else am I doing? Well, he's... The AD at um, Sacred Heart, but still. Stanford, Connecticut. Uh, Such home, a Connecticut guy. It's home to a lot of things, and, and none of them are coming to my mind. All I can think of is the the Dunder Mifflin branch. Is, that's the. There's a Stanford. Yeah, that is. It's a, that's an office reference right there. ESPN's not there, but I think WWE is. WWE pro- is there, and NBC Sports is there. I was gonna tee you up for that, but we've um, already had a lot of conversations today about pro wrestling and. So many people today have come hooked. up to me and asked me if I like wrestling. I'm like, wait, why are people asking me that? This all season, I, I haven't talked about pro wrestling <laughs> at, very, very much. Haven't had that opportunity. I still won't. But we're gonna shoehorn it in because it was talked about a lot today. Ed Anderson's out there. Kevin Collins, Kevin Henry, the homie there for Rock Spile. A lot of people are enjoying the wrestling. I'm. I was not expecting this to be a facet of my job. Um, it, it may be now, yeah. I would kick it to Kale, but I know he's he's not into it. Eventually, we'll have to have a round of just just name a wrestler. Name a just wrestler. Just name a wrestler. Current like, or like a- any wrestler. The fact that you're even asking, you're you're buying time, and that's okay. Well, we're gonna save it for a different segment. A different segment. Just, yeah. We have too much to get into. Like Billy on the street. Name a woman. <laughs> name a name woman. woman. <laughs> you know. Name a wrestler. <laughs> This has been fun, you know. Um, I, we should probably do it again tomorrow. I, th- I think we should. Maybe not necessarily a post-game show, <laughs> because we're probably gonna have to get up in like two hours after that and do a day game on Sunday. Yeah. But you know, we'll be covering it all and get some articles over at thednvr.com. Only fifty cents for your first month. Follow us on Twitter at dnvr underscore Rockies at the Susie Hunter at Patrick D Lyons. Follow her dad. At Ribert Hunter Jr. <laughs> My get dad right? is not on social media. But My would that be his is, handle? That would have been his handle. I think it would have to be. Oh, God. Oh my gosh, I would hate to give him ideas. I don't think he's built for social media. Well, Saturday, we, we'll do like a little mini preview here of, of Saturday's game. Herman Marquez is going to be on the bump. You know, some people feel like Marquez should have been the starter. What, what were your thoughts on that, Leo? Freeland? Doesn't seem to be the ace. He wasn't the all-star last year. Marquez was the all-star. Started the previous two opening day games. Were you surprised a little bit by that? Yeah, I definitely was surprised for sure. But, you know, I'm not the manager. Would you have gone Marquez or would you have said, you know what, I I like the story with Freeland there? I mean, I do love a good story, but I probably, I think I still would have gone Marquez. I think it would have too. Actually, yeah. I think there was a chance that it was going to be Senzatella based on kind of how it worked out. And Buddy said in the in the clubhouse a little bit like, you know, it had something to do with the you know the the fractured spring training, and Freeland was just kind of ahead of Marquez a little bit. So that could have been something to do with it as well. But nevertheless, it was a good story. We're going to get Herman Marquez against Tony Gonsolin. 
Now, when you think of Dodgers starting pitchers, you think of Tony Gonsolin, don't you? Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Exactly. No, but that's going down. 6-10, first pitch. Uh, who's throwing out the first pitch? What former or current Broncos would you like to see throw out the first pitch? A current Bronco. <laughs> I don't know. I said that in jest to some people because, as we know, you had uh, Peyton Manning in, in, in the biggest game in Denver and since 2018, you know, the All-Star game. Peyton Manning was out there throughout the first pitch. Todd Helton's like, I'll just hang out. I'll hand him the baseball. I'll get the assist. Peyton Manning throws out the first pitch. First game with full capacity at Coors Field, opening day 2022. Russell Wilson throws out the first pitch. So it's like... You know, I, what, I, you know what I wanted? I would have loved a Ciara national anthem. A Ciara. And I hope, oh I my hope God, we can get call. that. I hope we can get that at some point this season. Well, tomorrow, I mean, really. Should be. That would be amazing. They're in town, you know. Well, I joke <laughs> with people. Here. I joke with people. I'm like, all right, Mike Shanahan's throwing out the first pitch on Saturday <laughs> and then Terrell Davis on Sunday. And people were like, really? I wasn't sure. I had heard rumors. I'm like, no, you didn't. I just made that up. You heard the rumor from me. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're we're getting to we're getting used to our sense of humor and knowing like, <laughs> no, that's that's BS right there. But it, it wouldn't surprise me if if they did something like that to bring people out. And we got our magnet schedules, which I'm psyched about. Uh, uh, everyone knows I'm a magnet schedule girl, so I'm I don't know if there's any other giveaways this weekend. I don't I don't think there are. I think it's just opening weekend. And you're just supposed to come to the ballpark? Baseball is the giveaway. Baseball is the giveaway. The enjoyment of the sport is the prize that you get. We're learning to show attending. up, not be, not have to get bothered by wearing a mask. and. Yes, it is nice to not have to wear a totally. mask and just walk around. And my makeup's not, like, moving all over my face. No. <laughs> These are problems that, that us women have. <laughs> I hear you, sister. Well, I have a little powder, too. So, <laughs> No, I don't, I don't think there's any other giveaway. So it'll be fun. Two more games against the Dodgers before they go on the road. Uh, on Monday and Tuesday for the Rangers home opener on Monday. Not going to be seeing John Gray, so don't expect that. But we're going to be back here on Sunday, again live, uh, soon after the game. That's a 110 start. We'll be around, you know, 4.30, 5 o'clock, 5.30. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Shouldn't be that long because we do have the California tiebreaker rule now. Back in action with the runner on second base. We'll get your takes on that. You'll hear mine. We'll see. But we'll be back on Sunday on YouTube. Make sure you're following the DNVR Sports Channel over there. And it, it's going to be great. Code DNVR on DraftKings Sportsbook. Come on down. Corner of Colfax and York with your member size beer. If you sign up now, 50 cents for your first month at the DNVR.com. So, for Susie Hunter, I'm Patrick Lyons, Super Producer Kale on the ones and twos back there, doing a great job on the graphics. This has been great, but hey, you know what they say about momentum. It's only good as your next live show. So we'll see you Sunday.